Welcome, 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 and guten tag for uh, tuning in to the Straight Love Podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us here today. Uh, Jim and I are tickled pink that you have chosen once again to jam us into your eardrums and uh, let us uh, tickle your uh, uh, pineal glands with our um, hot, buttery voices. What's the... um... What's the what's the language learning thing app? Is it an app? Or uh, Rosetta Stone, that's if I'm not it. mistaken. Yeah, that's yeah. The one. I, was, you... I was wondering if we were sponsored by that. <laughs> no sponsors yet, Jim. But I, I believe they they got to be right around the corner by now. It's right? got to I mean, be for geez. sure. Yeah, with the with the breadth and and reach of this thing, <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> it's almost an arm's length. You know that Rosetta Stone. I've never actually looked into it, but the the idea of actually sitting down and learning a new uh, language like that. I mean, it certainly is. It's appealing. I mean, yeah. just the fact that we were able to do that as human beings. You know, just kind of hear sounds in a different. You know, and that we're not used something. to have them mean something and then being able to kind of, you know, adopt that and use it to speak with other people. Take one minute, not right now, but take one minute just to think about language. Yeah. That it's just obscure sounds right. leaving your head <laughs> that enter another person's head. Right. That means literally everything. It's it, it and anything, right? It's unbelievable, man. Yeah. It really is unbelievable. And we I don't know how many different languages we have around the world. But in all different parts of the world, we've all figured out a way to communicate with yeah. each other with these mouth noises. You're right. Yeah. That's basically all it is. This is like an interesting really thing, actually, that just kind of popped into my head. Because what it makes me think about is how literally kind of everything, maybe I'm stretching it, but like everything is a miracle. Like <laughs> yeah, a yeah, la- yeah, language, yeah. language is a miracle. To have a, lang- to have a way to communicate so easily yeah. and, and so diversely. And to elicit pretty much any kind of emotion. Right. And everything. Like, that's a miracle. Every, there's You're miracles, right, every, man. Like, your mobile phone is a miracle. Of course it is. And yeah. people, and it's really, it's, I find it really, I've thought about this before. I sort of chuckle to myself. But, you know, people think back back in the day and age where there was miracles. You know, like God was was making miracles. Walking on like water that. and yeah, water stuff to like mine, that. Yeah. Sure. Metaphor, literal, whatever you want to take mm-hmm, it as. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think about how... Well, everything is a miracle. Like you mean to tell me, using the phone as an example, you mean to tell me that's not a miracle? How can like, it sure. not? Be? Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay, it's technology and it's smarts and it's education and it's all that kind of thing. But it's also like it's also um it's like it's a modern day miracle. Of course it is, man. The fact that we have taken humanity to this point where we're able to develop something like this, uh, as far as technology is concerned, is a freaking miracle. Like Joe Rogan has that joke about how you know. If, if, if I were to put you alone in the woods with a hatchet, how long until you could send me an email? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really, though, yeah. like if you think about how far we've come, it's incredible. Yeah. And that's, that's what a great sort of uh, for analogy, analogy. Yeah, yeah. towards yeah. that. And it even makes me, it makes me think of it was recent. It was within the last week. So I'm continuing on the, uh, the daily gratitude journal that you completed that you'd, you'd done, right? How, how far are you in right now? Probably halfway, I'd say at least. It's a good one, eh? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Good. And one of the ones that was recent was it was saying, um, could you, something to the degree of, could you imagine life without paper? Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. And okay. then it said, uh, oh, 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 yeah. I see where you're and, going. And then yeah, yeah. it, like, it does that right. so that it sort of flips that switch in your brain to say, well, how, how grateful are you now 
because of the fact that you have paper. Oh man. Something that you've probably never thought of in your entire life because you've had it your entire life. There you go. And you're just like, yeah, could you imagine if there was no paper? It's amazing. It's amazing. It flipped, but it, it does kind of flip that gratitude switch, right? Like where you're like, you all of a sudden you become aware of that and you're like, oh, I have this. I mean, we've had the ability again to connect with people right. using letters and that kind of thing with, again, this language that we invented that again, that we were able to take these sounds and then transfer them into words onto paper and decide that, hey, this the way that this sounds is the way that it would sound if we wrote it out this way. Like, I would love to sit down with some sort of a language, you know, professor, like somebody that just has immersed themselves uh, kind of in that world and just really figure out, like, how do we go from cavemen that were like, unga bunga, yeah. To like, like yeah. you said, being able to kind of uh, establish languages across the world where you can communicate or at least use the words that you want to try and use to tell somebody how you fucking feel inside. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. And I mean, I even think about if you keep those things in mind, which I think is what this gratitude journal is, is helping me do a little bit, when you when you have this ability to, or you the reminder, maybe is a better way to put it. The reminders of you can literally look around at anything and, and have a reason to be grateful for it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then you get at that. You, you keep that vibration of yourself more consistent and it really does work. Like it's, it's totally momentum in action, you know? Yeah, yeah. And maybe it seems silly to be, you know, grateful for a piece of paper that you're able to write on it or think about the language that we have and we can communicate, but it's, it's almost, it's that snowball rolling down a hill and you think about these things and they're sort of fascinating when you actually do think about them. Yeah. And then all it does is just, we've spoken about this. It's awareness. I think it just heightens and broadens your awareness. And now you can, I don't know, get into your truck like I do and say, Hey, this thing can take me. <laughs> you know, 20 kilometers yeah. in, in eight minutes or right. however long it takes. And now I can get to this place expediently Yeah, and do whatever it is I need to do over there. Right. And it broadens my sort of my little universe. And while I'm there or while I'm in my truck, I can listen to music. Also an added benefit. That right. someone has created on <laughs> instruments that were invented, that's been recorded. Lord knows. You tell me how you fucking capture sounds onto something that can then be replayed. Like, tell me how oh, that yeah, works. Exactly. And it's like, you have all these things that you're aware of. And it honestly can be just this perpetual gratitude train that you can experience literally all day long. You know what, man? You, you wonder why we complain about anything. You know, like really, yeah. people sitting on the tarmac for 20 minutes and being like, this fucking sucks. This airline <laughs> suck my dick, Air Canada. And it's like, Is but it what happened afterwards? Didn't you fly yeah. in the sky? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> what are you, you complaining about? Yeah. You were flying and you did nothing but sit. Yeah. You live in an age where you can go from fucking Toronto to Vancouver yeah. in four hours or whatever it is. And once upon a time, it took people six months. Yeah. And if you tried to go that far... Most of the people in your party would die. <laughs> <laughs> or some new plague would get invented. <laughs> You'd all be eaten by coyotes or yeah, something. But it's it's honestly super fascinating that you give that example as well. It's because like how how do we not go through life with such less complaints? I know, I know. Cause and I think the reason is because we We've, we, we, we didn't live those lives, right? We never had those experiences. We know about them, but we did, we never knew what it felt like, right? And I think that that's why, 
you know, certain people that, that come from nothing and, and really make it, you know, when they've, when they've experienced hunger, when they've experienced uh, abject poverty, homelessness, and that kind of stuff. And they, they get out of it and they get to these places where all of a sudden they're, they're wealthy or they're, I think that they maybe appreciate it a little bit more and are a lot more grateful because they know what it's like to be without. Right. I mean, we've always kind of lived these, I mean, privileged lives to a certain degree, especially here in the West. And, you know, you and I are middle class and it's kind of been, you know, it's, 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 it's easy to take a lot for granted, man. You know, it just is. But even the average life, you know what I mean? Even the average life is still really good in comparison and relative to all those things. I mean, as time goes on, the, the, curve of life gets better for everybody with any circumstance. I think so. Just as a function of the evolution of society, the evolution of what's available to everyone, even to those that very little is available. I see what you're saying. It's still better. So like healthcare, technology, all that kind of stuff is going to benefit people as a whole for... Yeah, exactly. Right. And so, but thinking about sort of that, like the middle you know, 90%, not, not the five that are in terrible poverty and not the five that are living this life of could not be. Opulence. Even, yeah. yeah. Great mm-hmm. word. But it's, we still find a lot of room that 90% of us, we still find a lot of room to not be grateful. Yeah. To complain. You're right. To use that very great example of how you, you're sour about having to wait on the tarmac <laughs> for 20 minutes because they're de-icing the plane's <laughs> wings. <laughs> For your safety, by the way. Yeah, while you're <laughs> while you're flying off to Hawaii or something like that. You know what I mean? I'm gonna miss my luau now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think that it's just that it's that state of gratitude. And maybe I'm sort of fixated on this because maybe that journal is actually helping me more than I sort of consciously realize. I'm glad, man. I'm glad. But it's um it's it's really amazing. It's really amazing how, as I said, that momentum. And if you just if you just keep working with that momentum, I think you really shed that stuff away. Yeah, you you absolutely do, Jim. You absolutely do. I think that I think it would kind of be impossible not to. I mean, like if you're constantly thinking about it and aware of it. Yeah. I mean, that other stuff is just going to kind of roll off your back a little bit, right? Yeah. I mean, I just uh, and that's why gratitude is such a gift, and that's why journaling about it is something that you and I will never stop talking about. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, it really is. And look, like if you're out there and you haven't started doing it yet, I mean, maybe we should start throwing up links on our, um, I mean, sure. of course, you know, Carl, who was uh, Carl Berryman, coach, co- uh, coach Carl, he was on our last episode there. He's got a journal coming out, not necessarily gratitude journal, but it doesn't ne- necessarily mean that you can't write shit in there that you're grateful for. Yeah. I mean, you know, just as long as you're journaling, just write stuff out. You know, I've heard of, um, of uh, people who've, gotten themselves out of a lot of things just by journaling, you know, whether it was a divorce or a death or something, just being able to get the stuff out that's in you and onto paper. And, you know, sometimes that just helps like talking about obviously helps, but I mean, just getting it out, getting it out somewhere. Yeah. Great. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, one of the other things I wanted to talk to you about today, Jim is, um, like you're a, uh, man, Mm-hmm. Uh, you are a, what I would consider a, a high value man. I really would. And I know that that term gets kind of thrown a lot around in the manosphere in a negative way. It's like, I'm on this. <laughs> What's hot... the manosphere? Oh, the ma- you don't know what the manosphere <laughs> no. is, man? You know who Andrew Tate is? No. Okay. We'll leave it at that then. But oh. we, we won't bring up his name again. That's kind of a hot button issue for a lot of people. There, mm-hmm. the, there's a whole internet dark side. I don't even want to call it a dark side necessarily. I don't want to shit on the manosphere. I don't know enough about them. <laughs> 
But uh, there's like this. this you never really you heard anything. Up, you keep bringing it up. <laughs> you don't know anything like red pill, black pill, blue pill, like any of that no, kind of. I know that terminology. Red pill, blue pill, matrix. Because but, of the matrix. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, that's kind of been adopted in the manosphere to a certain degree. But I'm okay. what I'm trying to get at. Okay. So when I call you a high value man, all I mean by that is that I I, I look very highly uh, at you. Okay, so I mean, like you're. Uh, I, I'm not going to sit here and pump your tires by talking about all the great things that you are, but I, I do. I do feel as though um, you're somebody that I think is a good role model for men. I really Thanks, do. But um, what do you think it means to be like a man today? Like, what does it mean to be a good man? <sighs> wow, that's uh, that's a big question. Um, it feels like a big question, right? Because I mean, uh, okay, I don't. I don't know if I would ever, I don't know if I think about it as being like a good, my first instinctual re- response is to think of it about being a good person. Okay. Not a good man. Sure. So maybe this is where I'm having a little bit of difficulty. Um, like, let's talk about it in relation to the toxic masculinity that we yeah. see kind of being thrown around a lot. So when we think about a toxic, I don't, I don't even like using that term to be honest. When I just, cause again, like, I just think like, it's a bit that of a person's buzzword. a fucking asshole. That's yeah, all it is. Right, yeah. Whether they were a man or a woman, that yeah. that individual is a shitty person based on the way that they're acting, acting towards people, what they're saying, all that kind of thing. Yeah. Now, um, you'd have people arguing that that's you know uh, ingrained in society with men and that kind of stuff, and that's probably a separate argument that you can have. But um, so there's there there is a happy medium between like toxic masculinity and like nice guy kind of thing who's kind of like a wolf in sheep's clothing to a certain degree as well right Mm -hmm. like the guy that's gonna slide into your dms and tell you all the wonderful things that he thinks about you and uh you know try and get you to let your guard down and then the the real asshole kind of comes out but there's there's a contingency of wonderful men yeah strong leaders yep what but what 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 makes a good man a good man well i think what moves the needle in that direction is that the person, the man, I guess. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about you in particular. I think it's, it's that you sort of embody those typical things that are associated with men. Okay. But not in a way that is not, not stereotypical, typical, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. not stereotypical. Talk to me. So by that, I mean being, um, Strong. Yep. Confident. Mm-hmm. Um, protector. Protector. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, and, y- you know, it's, you think about, that's it. That's actually a really great one. And you sort of think about that, that one. And it's, it's interesting because I think about just even the, the physical makeup between men and women. Sure. And how not in all cases for sure. And not that um, it's a competition, mm-hmm. but men are just naturally in most cases, larger males are larger than females. We, we right? sure seem to be. Yeah. yeah. And it's sort of interesting that, you know, that, that word protector, mm-hmm. usually a, a, something bigger, larger, stronger provides better protection. I mean, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so things like, things like that it's it's honestly like a really tough question for me to for me to answer like so you asked me with respect to myself so then i will do that and maybe that's the best way i think so thanks for asking it that way so me my idea of being a good man is 
those things that I mentioned, mm -hmm. being being confident, being strong, being a protector, being capable. Definitely capable. Being reliable. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Um, Conscientious, I would say, about yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing how to do shit. And if I don't know how to do something, knowing that I can learn how to do something. Capable. Yeah. Yeah. That's certainly something. And I, that's one of the things I really enjoy about you is that like you, you know, you can fucking build a shed. You can install a toilet. You can. And if you don't know... You'll figure it out. You'll learn. Yeah. You know? And again, like, and part of that really is to be also like dependent on myself, right? Like Love that, that. that's, that's sort of what I think about as just being a person first and foremost mm -hmm. and being a man, because I mean, I will, I'll be very honest. I, I do sort of subscribe to maybe they are stereotypical ideals of what a man should be like, but I think in a, balanced kind of way of course um and whether it's a product of i don't know really what it would be i guess all the things that i've been trying to do in my life and whatnot but also to be um not just view myself as a man right or or not to fall into that place of the stereotypical stuff that's not helpful, that's detrimental, that being like, it's not okay for me to share my feelings. It's not okay for right. me to, yes. Yes. For me to um, show weakness. It's mm -hmm. not okay mm -hmm. for me to cry. It's not okay for me to ha not have confidence. To sort of balance the, the those aforementioned things I was saying, but also not to abandon that, like, I'm a person and I can... Or I'm a man, I'm a person, whatever, same thing. That I that I can also be um uh what's the right word here? I I don't know, it's tough for me to put into words. To be it, honest with you, you know but, what's interesting, man, is that like it 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 it, it seems like a simple question, but it's a complicated it's answer, right? Yeah. And I think that I think that especially when we hear people talking about toxic masculinity and that kind of thing, the tendency is to go to the extreme opposite of that in order to alleviate some of that toxicity, right? It's like, hey, well, we don't we want we don't want men to be toxic, so we're gonna feminize men to a certain degree. Well, I'm t we we need to have that happy middle. We need to have someone in the middle who's a strong protector, but also has. A softer side, a spiritual side. There's kindness to him. There's a, there's 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 someone who's conscientious, someone who's willing to listen, someone who's open. You know, not not someone who's pig-headed and stuck in their ways kind of thing. And yeah. I think that if you can if if you can really round yourself out as a man, I think that that's when you're at your best, mm -hmm. right? You know, like we've and I think that you 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 brought up a lot of good points there and you know, not wanting to show weakness and vulnerability and cry and all that kind of stuff. And there's, there's always a time for that. But again, you don't want that to be ex excessive either. Cause then there, I'm sorry, but there is some weakness in that. If you're always yeah. crying and you're always indecisive and you're always like, no, nobody wants to be around that man or woman. Right. No, so yeah, agreed. So again, there, there is, when I talk about well-rounded, um, I just think that it's really important to be able to kind of, again, have that awareness and be able to build up all those different qualities, you know, not throwing so much yourself into just one lane, so to speak. I don't know if that was a big fucking word salad, man. I just kind of went off on a tangent there. <laughs> but I think that, I think that's important. I think it's an important message. I think it's an important message for young men, you know, you know, you're, you're just because you're a dude doesn't mean you're fucking toxic. Good Lord. I mean, yeah, and I think it's a little bit of a confusing time. Uh, it's a confusing time period for everyone, but sure. I think it's a little bit of a confusing time to be a man and to understand what that is and to understand like 
where you can expand yourself and sort of where where it feels okay because honestly there for sure there are sometimes where like i don't know what to do you know mm. relationship wise like it's you know I've, I've felt well you know am i am i supposed to take charge here am sure. i supposed to sort of be a little bit of that chest puffed out yeah 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 or not and it's hard to yeah, it's sometimes it's just it's very very difficult. Totally, man. Yeah, yeah, it's almost you have to kind of rely on instincts sometimes, or just you know test something out and see what happens, and then you know as long as you're learning from mistakes and that kind of stuff, that's always uh, you know that's always kind of the bottom line. Yeah. Do you do a lot of man spreading? I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that was like a um, that's something that uh, again a contingency of, of people will. Um, uh, kind of rag on men for is that they take up too much space on like a bus or a subway <laughs> that will sit on. there and just have their legs spread wide open so that you know they're not crushing their balls uh-huh. and people call that man spreading and it's like a uh, I don't know to to address it I think it's kind of trying to conquer the patriarchy I I, I don't I don't know I don't know I'm, I'm just throwing out words now <laughs> <laughs> where do you fall in with all this stuff though man spreading no <laughs> the stuff before it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of guys. I just am. You know, I, I think guys are fucking awesome. Like I just do. <laughs> I do. I do. I don't know. I'm a. I'm an advocate. What can I say? You know, you got all these assholes who are out there just apologizing for men. I want to apologize on behalf of my gender. Shut the fuck up. Like I don't want to hear that kind of garbage. Like it's 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 so phony to me, and it's so fake. And there's a lot of fake men out there. And I just I really hope that men, that women don't fall for that kind of shit. And I hope that you see through it because. Um, there's, there's nothing like having uh, a good, strong, capable, decisive, supportive, loving man in your life. Like, I have you. And so you. this is the fucking, <laughs> this is the voice of experience talking right now. Uh, but I, I, I joke, but I, I, I do mean that. You know, I don't, I, that, you know, never, um, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm a, I'm an, I'm a, I don't want to call myself a, an advocate because uh, I'm, I don't think that that's a word I'm supposed to be using. That might be. But I, I, I do advocate for, I, I don't know, I just advocate for people. I, I Look, I advocate for good people. If you're a good fucking person, I don't care how you identify. If you're a good person, you're kind, you're awesome, and you're wonderful, then you're okay in my books. Simple as that. Um, Flip. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, should we end it there? Yeah, man? that's it. That's all. Okay, that's all. Thank you very much for listening. Um, wonderful people. We love you very much. Head over to straight.love on Instagram. Give us a follow. Tell us you love us, and we will tell you that we love you right back, just like I love you, Jimmy. Love you too. Okay, take care, y'all. Bye-bye. 